Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays Aria podcast. Today, we're talking about taking the offer. Before we do that, though, let's talk about propertyaccess.io. Guys, the days of pulling a list and mailing everyone only to waste time on bad properties is over. With our help, you can spend more time working on deals you know you want to purchase because we're going to take your data, we're going to break it down into four parcels. Uh, we're going to break down each parcel into four boxes of access so that you can decide your risk tolerance, who you mail, and what you're willing to offer. So go check it out. That is propertyaccess.io. Hey. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Man, that came off quick. I was like, wait a second. I feel like there's supposed to be something else there. Apparently there's not. Nope, just a domain, propertyaccess.io. I'm dancing in my head like I'm an eight-year-old today, and I don't know why. Well, actually, you were dancing in real life. <laughs> I know, I, I, in my head and real life. Like I, I feel like I'm that kid that's just dancing in the outfield of baseball, just like doesn't know what he's dancing to. He's just dancing. Instead of watching for the hit? Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. I mean, it's a, uh, I'd, I'd like to say we got got some, today's Thursday, we recorded the day before Friday, when we launched normally on Friday, and so there's been a lot of consulting calls going on today, and getting people lined up with deals that have come in all week, and this week has been hot on offers. Yeah, all around. It's actually really good to see, because um, I've been hearing it from some people, you know, mm-hmm. and all of our properties are getting offers and, and showings and, and selling. And, and so yeah. we talked about that a couple of weeks ago, saying that it's starting to turn a little bit and starting to heat back up. This week has been the culmination of that heat is starting to heat. We big, uh, big deal that we had. We had a we got an offer on it. We we're negotiating, getting it dialed in. I don't want to knock. It's not signed yet, but I think we're there. Um, so it's going to be like a two point six five million buy price for something that we put a little bit of work into and decided that uh, these guys made a full offer for the whole thing because they're going to take the project and run with it. And we make a 90-something percent cash-on-cash return for six or seven months. Yeah, not a bad day. But with that, I think you've heard this multiple times today, Mr. Southey, is me yelling at somebody about taking the damn offer. Yeah, that's why I want to talk about this today because it seems like such a – no brainer, like easy thing, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, but, and we, it's not that we've just heard it a couple times today. It's something that we've heard over the years. Yeah. It's something that people struggle with. I guess the term It's just like, you know, the example is, uh, you buy a property, let's just call it, say you buy a property for 25 and you get an offer for 75 and, yeah. and you're like, but I think it's worth a hundred. Yeah. I'm going to sit on it for six more months to get that extra 25, you know? Oh and, my gosh. and it just seems so, uh, such an, it's like why, yeah. You know, I don't know where to go with that, but it's like why yeah. are the the why portion. And, and again, if you feel this is pointed at you and you feel attacked by this, you probably you're probably doing this right now. Um, there have been multiple clients this week through consulting. Today there was three alone, and I talk with my door open, so Adam gets to hear every word of it. And I know he's in there banging his head against the desk because somebody is trying to eke out another five thousand dollars on a deal they're making fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars on, and you're like, really? Just fucking move on. Mm-hmm. Let's go. But, you know, and Adam's right. It's not just today. It's not just last week. It's been going on for the years that we've been involved in this. And it, and it continually happens. It continually goes on. And you have to ask yourself, you know, is it greed? 
Is it incompetence? Is it just just being so caught in the moment of negotiating that you don't want to give up that piece? And they, and this goes for you know whether it's negotiating with a broker and yourself. If this goes to you know the like the neighbor, why the neighbor gives you a cash offer right up front and you're going to double your money? Why even go to market with it? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's and that's one of those things. It's like okay, hey, when we talk about being everywhere. Being everywhere, part of that is reaching out to the neighbors and letting them know, hey, are you interested in this? It's going on the market. This is my price. Make an offer. Let me hear it. I sold on the coastal stuff. I think our number was like 40 to 60% of our deals went to the neighbor mm-hmm. before we even got the deeds in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if I had a property and there was a, that like I say, I lived on and the piece of property came up next to me and someone was like, hey, I want to sell this. Do you want it? Yeah. I'd have been doing everything I could to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're naturally the best buyer. For yeah. Yeah. So th- with that, though, with the ease of that transaction, discount it to the damn guy. Mm-hmm. Get some good karma in the air and keep moving. You made money. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't know, like the people that I've heard today and we've talked about in the past, I heard them do this in the past. It's like you forget about the time value of money. Yeah, because if you let's say and you know that scenario that I just said, you know, you bought it for twenty five, you got offer for seventy five, but you want a hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, if you could get your twenty five grand back plus that fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars profit, you can easily reinvest that into more than one deal, multiple deals, yeah. or one big one that's going to make that twenty five that you feel like you missed out on. And you never know if you wait for that twenty five grand if it's going to take six months, eight months, a year, year and a half, whatever it's going to take to to get that. Yeah, let's do the math on that real quick. So if I had 25 and I was going to make 75, 50 profit, I bought three more deals that did the exact same thing. Where are you at in that same six months to a year? Mm-hmm. Let's do the math on that real quick. So if I took 25, turned it 75 times three, it's Carl, it's 225, right? Yeah, 150 profit. Yeah. Right? 50, 50, 50, 50, yeah. Yeah, 50, 50. So now my, my bankroll is at 225,000. And you lost one hundred and twenty-five grand, essentially waiting for that hundred thousand dollars. Wow! See how funny that works. It's not fucking rocket science. And I, I, it, it, it irks me, and I, and I, and I know that it shouldn't. And I sit there, and I, I have guys pay me really good money to yell at them and tell them, no, take the deal, take the deal. Yeah. And and sometimes it's not that good of a profit. Sometimes it's not a fifty thousand dollar profit. We had a deal this week. We've had since July. We're in it for thirty grand. Guy goes, "Hey, I'll pay thirty-eight thousand cash plus closing." It's just sitting there. We were going to do something different with it, and we can't do it. So we're going to make, I don't know, ten grand on it. We're going to make a third. Darn it! After closing costs, we're going to make twenty-five, or they're paying closing costs. So we're going to make right at twenty-eight, thirty percent. Hmm. In less than five months. Yeah. Not horrible. Thirty percent. Yeah. Name another investment that does that. I know every fund I'm in. I did one that was land fund. It was sixteen percent, and every apartment fund I'm in is like a anywhere from a six to a ten percent. So, and those are annualized. Mm-hmm. So I beat those. Mm-hmm. So not a not a bad day. Yeah. You always think about like uh, we just did one where we were in it at forty six something, mm-hmm. and after closing and cost and everything, it was like sixty five thousand. Okay. Right? Not a massive profit. No. Still, was that like eighteen grand or something like yeah. that? Yeah. But 
you know, first, who's going to be mad about an extra 18 grand, right? Yeah. Second of all, that money wasn't going to make that just sitting there. No. I couldn't have put that into an apartment syndication and made that year one. No. Savings account surely isn't. No. But now I have that 65 grand or whatever it is. I can go redo this. Yeah. And you keep going. Yeah. And that's, and that's the, the, the sad fact that so many people miss. And I think one of the consultant calls I was on guy, he's got a W2 job and we're talking and his deal I think he's making after closing costs and everything, he'll make fifty thousand bucks, give or take. So that's fifty is pretty conservative, fifty one, fifty two probably. And you ask him like, hey, like, what do you do for a living? So if you did this twice in this year, you're making more than you do in your normal job. All you had to do is two of these deals in one year, or you did one a quarter. What is your lifestyle like? Now you're making a two hundred thousand dollars a year. I mean, that's really good mm-hmm. money. I, I don't. You know, a lot of people have these dreams of being this instant millionaire. I can tell you, if you can get used to doing one deal like that a quarter, and then you bring it to one deal like that a month, then you bring it down to one deal like that a week, and then you get down to say, hey, now I want to do one every three days, every five days, and you get to that level, you're going to be killing it. You won't even know that you're a millionaire. You make millions over millions over millions over millions. Mm-hmm. Well, then a hundred grand profit becomes boring. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I uh, I should like, and I and I and I don't. We don't talk numbers on here really, but I think I'm a month eighteen with over a hundred thousand dollar month profit, and we don't. It's it's not even. I don't even look at that anymore. It's just like okay, what's the next deal look like? How many of these deals can we get going? What's the buy board look like? What's the sell board? Who can we help do a deal next? And that's where we get to. Cool. I don't want to keep beating this to death. It just seems like such a logical. I think if they were listening to somebody else tell the story, they say they're sitting at Chili's at, at the bar, and the guy next to him is going, "Man, I'd make sixty grand today. I might get eighty next week." What do you think they tell that drunk at the bar? They'd slap him in the back of the head, dude. Pull your head out of your ass and take the deal. Yeah. I'm sure there's always somebody that would be like, "Oh no, I'm holding out." They're, yeah, and that's why they end up not doing more deals. Yeah. They slow down their business. They sit there and they're freaking out. A lot of times the guy that doesn't do the deal like that is he's scared because he has nowhere else to put the money mm-hmm. versus having it ready to deploy and take action. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say, too. I couldn't think of the right word, but I was talking about like deal. Uh, deal flow? No, like lack of deals. You know, it's like a deal desert, right? Like, okay. Like I'm afraid if I don't hang out, then there's not going to be any more deals ever out there for I, me to redo this. Is it? So maybe that's a good point. Maybe is the person scared? That they're they're no longer a real estate investor because they're sold out of inventory. Are you are, are you are you fearful of that? You know you're still a real estate investor. You still did deals this year. You still are actively looking. Your pipeline should be ready to fill back up. The spigot's ready to be turned on. All you have to do is turn it on. Do what you know you're supposed to do. Whether that's text, whether that's cold call, whether that's uh, direct mail, whether that's looking online to see what you can force appreciation on. So many ways. So many ways. Yeah. Or just put a note out and say, hey, I've got 50000 profit. I want to buy $50,000 in notes. I'll buy them at 75%, 80%. Now you just made more money with your money and created cash flow. Yeah. A lot of different ways to skin this cat. It is, but you got to do the deal. Take the deal. fucking deal. Take the money and run. Yep. Do it again. Yep. Good. Cool. All right. Well, that's it for today then, guys. Uh, it's Friday. As always, just a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.